Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tattooing Network. You must unlearn what you have learned. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. John Archiquette. Will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Matt Turner. I'm not afraid. And Joshua Gray. You will be. What's going on, Outriders? You're locked into the Legion Outrider podcast with John, Josh, and Matt. Back again for another week at Power 9 Games. What's going on, guys? Hey, man. How's it going? Woohoo! Happy so, Beer's Day. It's yeah. Beer's Day. <laughs> Woo! Beer's Day! So we've got uh, the brand new General Veers model that's sitting right in front of me right now. And uh, I know Josh is probably champing at the bit to try to get out the, on a table, huh? Well, I'm, uh, you know, it's sitting in front of you, and you keep eyeing it. But that's, <laughs> that's my Veers, not yours, mine. Well, no, hands off why, my why beers. Why would he want them unless he's going to capture him as a prisoner of war for his? I, I'm still, I still got that that Sonic uh, that Sonic care cleaning yeah. cleaning. Uh, Put him in the thing. goop. <laughs> the torture idea that, that Josh brought up last week. He's not even going to ask him any questions. Yeah. <laughs> we got some great stuff for this uh, this week. We've got uh, some hobby news. We're going to start taking a look at some uh, third party terrain and accessories. Do a little bit of review and uh, you know got some hands on time with it. We're going to take a look at a brand new Star Wars show that's coming out that just Ooh. was released today, or the, yeah. the news broke today regarding it. And of course, in the game news, we're going to start talking about Veers and the news that we got from the brand new Snowtroopers coming out. So a lot, a lot of good stuff to go over this week. Man, Snowtroopers look so good. The models, yeah. the models of the rules. No, no, no. Just how they're going to play. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited enough about Snowtroopers that, you know, I hedged my bet and I had one pre-order down. And just before we walked in here, I went down and I threw down another pre-order. So Nice. Yeah, so that's, I'm, I'm on board, man. Nice. I'm on board. And we'll get into that. But So I, all I know is uh, we've got a lot of stuff to go over this week, so we're going to get right into it. First of all. Games. What game? What kind of games you guys get in this week? Oh, I got my I, I got my face caved in um, <laughs> on on Sunday. It was uh, that wasn't a pre existing condition. No, 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 no. It didn't make caved it any in prettier. Face. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I ended up on the uh, on the wrong end of a trooper spam list, and boy, I tell you what, man, having a lot of activations, it's uh, it's nice. Now, regardless of what you're running, so yeah. um, played played somebody here, uh, and they had a, a trooper list that was uh, two ATRTs, Luke, and then six units of troopers, and it did not go well for me. Wow, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, sounds like a cool list. I haven't done a whole lot of list variation yet. You know, I'm still running the three troopers, Vader bikes, ATST, and uh, yeah, um, them being able to move basically anything that they wanted after I was all done activating hmm. it was not good it was not fun so uh, activations appears to be the name of the game um, and, and I've seen a lot of that uh, as I look you know online battle reports stuff off of uh, uh, tabletop simulator stuff like that a lot of folks are saying hey I want a tournament look at this list and it's like three bikes and six troops and Vader you know yep. stuff like that so yep. um, yeah. yeah yeah massive units Mass of units, not like really big, not massive, but you know, having having a mass of units really appears to be the way. With the you go, I go, it is it's it's big. It's yeah, big right now. Yeah, so. it, it seems like you know that order of activation really has become, or I'm sorry, the, the having more activations has really become, uh, you know, something to, to swing the tides in a close game. Yeah, and and I tried to uh, 
I, I tried to play the cards as much as I could to uh, set up the battlefield to be advantageous to me. Uh, you know, I didn't want to be in a, like a I didn't want to be in a in a battle line scenario where we're spread way the heck out. Um, so I tried to go uh, uh, breakthrough and and major offensive, and just figured I'd hide behind cover and turtle up and try and absorb and uh, whittle him down. And yeah, it didn't work so well. You know what you need. Uh, you need the cleaning power of flamethrowers. <laughs> I do need the cleaning power of flamethrowers, but not yet. Because I can't soon, have it yet. Soon. <laughs> soon. soon. Matt, how about you? Can you get games in this week? Yeah, I got in a game in last week. Uh, it didn't go well for me either, but uh, <laughs> I got a rematch with Joe trying to do a little bit different with my Rebels, uh, the double flyer. Uh, I, I dropped the three naked ATRTs and put in two regular ones and then some minimum troops. And, yeah, it just, it just wasn't enough troops. Yeah. It, was, it was a pretty close fight up until about the end of round four. But uh, Joe's really come a long way. He's gotten really good and gave me a run for my uh, money and definitely took it on homes. But uh, I definitely want to play him some more. So what we're trying to say here is I lost, Matt lost, John. Maybe you don't want to listen to us <laughs> yeah. so much because hey, we appear yeah. to be not very good I, at this I, game. I don't think we've ever like presented <laughs> ourselves as experts so much as fanboys. No, I'm so, joking. I'm, uh, I'm just playing. But uh, well, John, John is the one that's been yeah, cleaning John our over clocks. Here. I did. Yeah. I, I, I won my All game. All right, against, see, uh, there's our credibility. <laughs> All right. There we go. We got this, John. This is why I shackled myself to him for the uh, <laughs> Grand Army tournament, that the doubles tournament that we're going to be doing. Well, here, we're just going to uh, listen to John's opinion on everything yeah. for the rest of the Just to kind of stick so. with the same theme, um, you know, I, I've been running the same list where I'm running five uh, Rebel Trooper squads and three ATRTs, uh, all rotary blasters, and then I run, you know, that one bare bones squad of troopers with the rest of them kitted out. And you know, kind of like how you guys had issues with dealing with guys who had too many troops and mm -hmm. too many activations. My opponent, John, is a great player. Uh, he had a good list, but it was just he had two uh, two uh, rebel speeders mm -hmm. and not and yeah. th only three bare you know bare bones troop squads. And that'll do it. Once I, and we played the same scenario that Matt, you and I played, where you have to try to I forgot the name of it, where you have to just get to the other person's end zone. Like, oh yeah, breakthrough, break break yeah. yeah, and. You know, once I wiped out his three troop squads, it was like he barely had enough units to get by, and I just overwhelmed him with numbers. Yeah, the, the where it went wrong for me in my game is, you know, I got a little got a little swaggy, and I'm like, all right, here comes Vader. He's gonna, you know, all your troops are away from Luke. He's gonna come out here and he's gonna master of evil and suppress everybody and make them all run away. And then um, I found out that Vader, looking at uh, uh, three Z sixes and full squads and having like 18 dice, 20, 30 dice thrown at him, you lose Vader pretty quickly, even with uh, red dice. That's, it didn't go well. Yeah, like um, he threw one attack with, uh, you know, Z6 and, and Rebel Troopers, and he threw 11 dice and put like eight hits through. And I'm just like, well, there goes Vader. Bye-bye. I mean, we, we put a lot of stock into <laughs> how great the, the red defense dice is, but when you don't have a, a dodge on there, you're still only... You have a 50-50 shot of making it. Right, and the thing was, is that was his second attack at me, and I had spent the dodge token and rolled my defense dice, and I'm taking two hits, got no surges, so deflected nothing back. And then the second attack, he rolls eight hits, and it, yeah, he rolls eight hits, and I rolled like five surges. But I had no, I had, had no, no dodge token anymore, oh. so that was the end of that game. We're pretty much right there. I, I feel sad for you. 
That is, uh, yeah, I know. It was like, I don't, man. I don't, I don't feel that bad for him. Don't, oh, okay. <laughs> you don't, don't yeah. show Josh empathy. Oh, Never you're right. I, I, I'm connecting to him as a human being, yeah, and there's my mistake. Yeah. You so. don't do that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting more games in this week, and I think uh, we're going to start seeing a lot more diversity now that we've got uh, Mr. Oh, Mears. especially, yeah. Yeah. So, Star Wars news. Beyond just the uh, the game itself, we got some pretty big news out of uh, Disney what are, we, uh, what are we looking at, Matt? Yeah, so as of, uh, this is Thursday morning, they, they tweeted out that uh, there is a new Star Wars TV show uh, animated that's going to be coming out in the fall, it looks like. But uh, this is also coming from Dave Filoni, the guy from that did Rebels that I know me and Josh are a big fan of, and Clone Wars previously. But it looks like it's going to be setting in the pre, uh, just before Force Awakens, uh, centering around a lot of uh, pilots and ace pilots and uh, stunt fighters and that kind of stuff. Uh, they said specifically uh, BB-8 is going to be involved as well as a new character, Kazuda Shiono who is a young pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. So, sounds interesting. Uh, they also uh, announced that there would be uh, guest appearances from Poe Dameron and uh, uh, Captain Phasma, voiced by Oscar Isaac and Gwendolyn Christie. So, that's pretty cool. I, I think this, you know, leaves a lot of room for people. Like, me and myself, I watched a little bit of Clone Wars. I haven't watched at all Rebels yet. Not, you know, not that I don't... I'll loan you my Blu-rays. You should. I, I need it's, to. I need it's to. Phenomenal. Yeah. But there hasn't been anything, oh, I guess, plot device-wise. It has just drawn me to like. I really need to see this because it's going to fill in plot holes. This feels like because of the time setting that they have it, and because yeah. there are so many questions that that you know I and everyone else has about what happened between the destruction of the second Death Star and the rise of the first order yeah like, oh yeah and how did that happen I'm, I'm still working my way through the awakening series of books which is supposed to close the, the gap so i'm kind of curious where they leave it i'm almost done with the second book i'm going to start the third one as soon as i can but it sounds like this is going to follow on to that and bridge more of that information and, and there's a lot of that that's you know in the books there's some comic book series there's a pope dameron yep. comic book series pope dameron yes that, that, that yeah. fills a lot of that in there space pope. um so yeah i mean the books i i didn't like the books I thought they were rather poorly written. The Chuck Wendick books were not. They were good. okay. <laughs> no, when when, the, when when I read like the preview chapter on like Amazon trying to decide the, if I was going to buy the first buy book this was pretty rough. Yeah, I, and I there was like that. there was like no kidding a parenthetical that went like seven lines. I'm like I'm not reading this book. I'm sorry, I I can't do that. It was it, <laughs> it was bad. Well, I'm cheating actually, <laughs> and I'm listening to it on audio. Oh, book, okay, so, sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, for people who don't want to read those books, and you know, maybe this will give some other side information. Right. And, and uh, it's a, I guess, a an interesting plot point where they can really work through and and having some of the characters like BB-8 and and Poe and you know Captain Phasma. I want to learn more about Phasma, right? Because yeah. I mean, we we didn't get to see a whole lot of her after, other than <laughs> being captured and then kicked into a fiery hole, unceremoniously yeah. killed. But I'm excited because I mean, like I've always been drawn to X-wings and Tie fighters and like speaking of which, space combat stuff. So seeing a, a a series where it's going to be fighters. Yeah, if you look at the logo, they actually have a fighter on there. I right. don't recognize it. It looks like it's it's a, kind of like a Z95. Yeah, it looks like it's a, a, a well, Z95 I, refit kind yeah. of thing. Uh, because in the Clone Wars, there was a Z95 that was a lot kind of longer and slimmer than what we've traditionally seen as a Z95 in the in the, in the classic trilogy. It's like universe. a Z, Z100 yeah, or something. Yeah, it's probably a, <laughs> a, a Z100, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the first thing. When I look at that, I'm like, oh, look, it's a Z95. Um, so, but, yeah, it's supposed to center around 
you know, pilots and fighter squadrons and stuff like that. So that's why I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, my favorite series I of books. I love the X-Wing books. The X-Wing uh, books yeah, yeah. Fun. Rogue Squadron books yeah. were freaking amazing. I think we've talked about those before. Yeah. But. And then just I mean, looking at it stylistically, I mean, granted, we only have that one little screenshot to really just speculate on, but it's got a very bright look to it. Um, I don't know if that's going to you know, be the whole series, but it, it almost it doesn't appear to be, I don't know, as, as dark and, you know, yeah, and they said it's going to be anime-style animation. So, okay. you know, okay, now what kind of anime are we going to get? Are we getting, like, Ghost in the Shell kind of that anime art style? Or are we getting some of the more cutesy uh, anime series? Um, well, that's kind of what I mean. We're like, having you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! come we, out yeah, on, Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah, with a lightsaber. You know, yeah. what, kind, what kind of anime <laughs> are we getting here, you know? I mean, it does look, it does look very vibrant and very cartoonish. Yeah. So but, I don't know if that's going to... I'm more than willing to give it a chance. I been a fan of Dave Filoni now for his two series, so I'm sure they'll and knock they it out of park with this Disney one. XD, which, you know, if right. Rebels is any indication, they're going to kill a bunch of people. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if it's on Disney and you've got eight-year-olds watching it, you're not going to be shooting a bunch of people, right? True. I mean, that was the one big thing. Everybody was like, oh, Disney's doing a series with Rebels? That it's going to be, you know, a bunch of, you know, uh, soft-focused, you know, character stories, you know, not a lot of combat. Uh, a bunch of Rose watch, and Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, right. Then you watch the you watch the first episode of Rebels and they kill like ten people in the first five minutes yeah. and it's like, huh, all right, I'm in. Here we go. It's, <laughs> Bridger it's, it's mind wars. controls a right. guy in a walker and just yeah. has him walk off a cliff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I'm good with this, you know? <laughs> it's pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> so, do they do they give any date or anything for the release expected release? Uh, I think it said the fall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, I'm sure well, that will be pending. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll probably see more things come Hopefully out. Hopefully, some as, trailers uh, here soon, yeah. soon too. So we'll we'll continue to give you guys news about that as we uh, as we discover things. I'm sure everybody else kind of discover at the same time. Yeah. So uh, take a look at some hobby news. We got a uh, uh, for the first time we were given a a chance to review a set of terrain that was given to yeah. us, and it was by Three Five Four Studios, I yeah. believe. Um, Skyler from 354 Studios, actually, and I think it's really important to, to note this as we talk about this review and everything. This was completely unsolicited. You know, we didn't go to somebody making terrain and say, hey, man, if you give us some of your terrain, we'll, uh, we'll review it for you or anything like that. Um, Are we opposed to that? Um, I'm not. Okay. Well, <laughs> but that's not what happened here. That's not what happened. You know, I, I, was, I was on my... Uh, I was on my, my Fantasy Flight Games account looking at the forums, and then a message popped up. And uh, so Skyler from 354 Studios messaged me and said, Hey, would you guys be willing to review some of our terrain? Yeah, sure, why not? So, I, but I, I think that's a really important distinction oh, yeah. to make that, you know, this wasn't us going out looking for people to send us stuff. This was completely unsolicited. Although, if any listeners happen to work at the Carl Strauss Breweries out in California, you know, feel free to send us some stuff to <laughs> right. review. Or, you know, I'd this game's okay expensive. If you just want to donate, <laughs> you know, some snow troopers or some rebel special forces troopers, I'm sure John would be happy to review those. Oh, yeah. If absolutely. anybody wants to just donate those to us, <laughs> you know, we won't, we won't turn them down, but, you know. But anyway, so we got this kit. But yes, yeah, so we got the kit in, and it consisted of four parts. Um, there were three buildings, and then a, a speeder of some kind. I'm not sure what model it was. A speeder, but yeah, VCI yeah, something. Like that, yeah. You see it real quick in the uh, New Hope. Yeah, in, the, the remake in, in Mos Eisley. Yeah, the, yes. The, 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 well, the I think they had one parked in the background. Well, okay, was, well, whatever. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it's one of those. Anyway, so <laughs> it was four pieces that was included in the kit, and uh, at first glance, um, they're 
well well uh, designed Tatooine buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, they they very much fit the part of something you would see somewhere most Eisley. Um, one of them looks more like a, you know, a home dwelling. There was one of them that almost looked like a garage of some kind. Had a, a large uh, steel door, mm-hmm. um, all three D printed. And I haven't worked a lot with three D printed material. Uh, I, I just on passing. It's definitely um, something that's coming more and more prominent. But yeah, it still hasn't quite prolif- prolif- proliferated out into the wild. Yeah, well, it's all it's, it's all over for this game. Oh yeah, else, no, sure. there's there's like fifteen or sixteen different places where you can find. Uh, you know, Imperial Terrain, a couple other places, some of it's MDF, some of it's 3D printed, there's a ton of places, yeah. So I, I don't have any, uh, I guess, frame of reference to tell tell you what is a good print job and what's a poor print job. Um, it felt sturdy enough. There, the, the plastic was thick enough where it didn't feel like, you know, I, I was at risk of breaking parts off, you know, with basic wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is some of the you know the the horizontal lines that I, I as think the are, the printing process yeah, exactly yeah. 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 and, and they're it, they're pretty extrusion typical printing so yeah. that's just how it works yeah. um, I think with these particular buildings because they're Tatooine and because you know they they kind of have that wear you know, worn look to them um, you can get away with it a little bit more exactly yeah. uh, I took some sixty grade sandpaper and I uh, gave them a, a pretty thorough sanding. Uh, it didn't get rid of all of it, especially on some of like the antenna and things like that. Um, naturally, you're, you're not going to be able to get all that off. But you know, some some basic upkeep to it, and uh, it, it, you know, it, it fit the bill. Um, and I'm in the process of painting it right now. Uh, I'll throw some photos up of it tonight uh, once I get those out there, and so you guys can take a look at it for yourselves and, and make your own judgments. Um, the only one of the big issues that I, I had was the scale seemed a little bit off. To be fair, it was pretty inconsistent uh, between the different buildings because I was looking at them too. Yeah. Uh, I think one or two of the buildings was really good. And then there was another one where the door was Jawa-sized, I would say, <laughs> so it didn't quite really fit the theme. Well, it was a Jawa house. But the, the speeder you were talking about, it looks really good, but it's literally half, half the, the size, size and would yeah. actually serve yeah. no purpose on the table whatsoever. Yeah, so if you wanted to use it as just like you know some kind of like piece of just random wreckage that was on the, the terrain battlefield. Even like that, that, it's so small that I couldn't imagine, you know, you can't even really hide a model behind it or yeah. anything, so. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, maybe you could, like, put a little handle on it and make it look like it's some, like, child's desert skiff or something no, we, like we, that. We I'm paint it gold sure. and we hang it from a chain. And, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but overall, like, I, I thought the the stuff was well printed. It's just, I, I would, you know, like you said, I would, you know, standardize the size of the doors and try to make sure that they're about the right size for an actual yeah if at all possible scale them up maybe a little bit just so you have a little bit more opportunity for uh terrain blocking uh we were talking about this beforehand i would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the there was one that comes with like double hemispheres on top Mm -hmm. or not the hemispheres what what's i don't know cylindrical yeah cylindrical yeah Yeah. half uh, half cylinders on top of the roof i'd rather just leave that flat so i could actually put troops on there yeah, you know, use and it that, as, that's you know that's a stylistic choice. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. You know, you, you look at a lot of the buildings on Tatooine and New Hope, and there's you know there's domes and things like that. Yeah, domes so. are yeah everywhere. So that yeah. that absolutely makes sense. But but overall, um, thank you to Three Five Four Studios for sending us to the, those to us, and um, you know if those of you guys want to check it out, they're. Uh, they you send know. us a coupon code, right? Yeah, they send us a coupon code. They have a uh, they they do most of their selling through Etsy. 
Uh, so you go to Etsy.com, type in uh, 354 Studios, and that'll bring up their page. Um, and if you're deciding you're going to get some of their stuff, um, go ahead and at checkout, uh, type in coupon code OUTRIDERS18, that's O-U-T-R-I-D-E-R-S, and then the number 18, and that'll, uh, that'll, that'll get you some, some money off of that. So. Cool. Thanks to them for uh, sending that to us. Um, yeah. You know, it'll, it was, it was kind of neat to get the chance to. Um, Do they know. want it back? No. They said, oh, okay. They, they said, <laughs> we can, no, they said, because I asked. I'm like, all right, well, do you want us to send this back to you? And he's like, nah, dude, keep it. So, cool. you know, we've got some more Tatooine uh, stuff to put on the, the Tatooine board. Well, that'll, that'll grace some of our, uh, our games now from now on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll definitely use it for yeah. sure. But, uh, yeah. So, so cool. So, thanks to them. So. And of course, the other uh, the other big hobby project that's going to be coming up now is uh, now that we've got Veers in front of us, we're going to have to probably paint them up. Oh yeah. So what do you what are your thoughts on the model so far, Josh? Um, I like it. Um, you know, the sculpt is, and this was something we were all kind of in agreement on uh, prior too. But the uh, the sculpt isn't very actiony. It's kind of kind of passive. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of like ready to pull his his E eleven out of the holster, and it's kind of like eh, it's not very. Commanding. Is it an E eleven? Huh? I don't think it's an E11. Is it an E11? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Don't make me get the card out of the box. I mean, okay. <laughs> you probably should. I'm going to right okay. now. Well, as he's... <laughs> Ooh, as he's getting riveting. that out. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of agree with you. Like, I'd, I'd like to see a little bit more of an action-packed pose. But then again, because he is kind of a, a stoic leader figure... Um, An E11 with three wide dice. Yeah. Go, now, now go ahead and tell me the phrase that you'll never, ever, ever really tell me voluntarily. Josh, you were right. <laughs> it's an E11. Okay. Well, it's anyway. an E11 <laughs> rifle as opposed to an E11. Rifles. I thought they were carbines. It's an assault pistol. Yes. There you go. <laughs> How are you pulling a rifle from a pistol holster? I don't understand. I don't know. Everything's it's a, going it's crazy. It's a large holster. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a, you know. He's going for his Luger. It's a four-piece part or four piece model. Yeah. And, Which you know, is surprising it, yeah. for what it is. I mean. It looks like it honestly could have been one. <laughs> right, yeah. 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 But for, for, what the, uh, for what the sculpt is and for, you know, I guess the, the you know, dynamic ability of what General Veers might do, you know, some... 60-year-old man might do on a tabletop. I mean, it's kind of fitting with that pose. He's going to be hanging out at the back, not doing anything. So he's like, well, I guess I'll get ready to maybe shoot something. So I, I guess I get it. But My biggest, from a hobby standpoint, my biggest question is how hard is it going to be to model him up as uh, Grand Maester Picel? Uh, pretty hard. Pretty hard. <laughs> pretty hard. Pretty hard. Um, I've already seen some folks uh, trying to uh, paint the face blue and, and make it Thrawn. Uh, oh, okay. Because be Thrawn down. in Rebels wears the same outfit yeah, he's got for for ground pretty standard, ground missions. Yeah. So I've already seen people taking Veers and painting them up as, as you know, redding up the eyes and and doing Thrawns with Pierce it. Veers wouldn't so. be grabbing his or, or excuse me, geez, Thrawn wouldn't be grabbing his pistol though. He'd no. just be standing there with his hands clasped behind his back. You All know. smug. Yeah. He, he would be even mm. more stoic. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And then but, he kung fu's you. Yeah. <laughs> So besides the terrain that we just uh, talked about, we also got a uh, another third-party bit of accessory here. Matt, what yeah. are we holding? So this one was not sent to this. This is one I reach out to and actually uh, am stocking right now. But okay. uh, it's the uh, curled paws. You might have seen them if you're in the Legion Facebook group, but they put up their stuff, and I was like, hey, that looks pretty sick. But it's basically they went and did an acrylic version of all the cardboard tokens and whatnot that come in the core set for Legion. 
And I hate cardboard, so I was like, okay, <laughs> I think I'm going to get involved in this. And they arrived today, and I've been uh, peeling the little stickers off the back, getting them ready. I am super happy. But, uh, yeah, they did. Uh, they're just little uh, colors with the, uh, the paints on top, and uh, you get like 60 of them in a pack. So for, for some of us who aren't really as well-versed in the, the, you know, the acrylic versus uh-huh. cardboard argument, what's the, uh, what's the virtue of having acrylic over cardboard? Well, obviously, it's the rule of cool, man. Okay. You know, it shows they, you have <laughs> lots of money to spend. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> Really it's, insignificant things. I, I, I um, don't uh, drive an Escalade or have gold chains, but uh, <laughs> I do have little pieces of plastic instead of cardboard. So therefore... Gotcha. Yes, okay. Different echelon of gamer. Okay. So if I if I were to you know go to a tournament and you know drop my my cardboard tokens in front of somebody, you'd probably look down on me. Oh, I mean, I look no. down on you anyway, no. <laughs> which mean, is tough because you're way taller than me. So what's what's interesting is FFG does custom acrylics and custom dice for sure. their kits. You know their 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 tournament kits, and then especially for like store championship worlds, uh, regional stuff like that, they have dice. Yeah. So you can you can use it to play mind games too because it's like these dice only go to like top two, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I was I was at a tournament once, X Wing, playing this guy, and he set his stuff out. It's first round, right? It's one of my first major events in X Wing, and this guy pours out like nothing but like tournament dice. Oh wow! Like tournament winner dice, and I'm like, oh dude, I'm like wow man, congratulations. And he's like, no, I bought these online. Yeah, imagine so that. Kinda, you kind of, you know, but no, there's there's people out there, um, there's people out there that you know, they, that's all they'll use is they'll yeah. use their world's <laughs> dice. So they'll use, you know, and they have like three sets of world's dice and, and templates and stuff like that. Um, you know, well, uh, imagine so, that you can just go use cold hard cash to buy your validation. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's kind of like that was, um, you know. And then I, you know, caved his face in, and that was pretty satisfying. But um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, oh man. So because of that, I won't go and buy the FFG stuff. It's it looks cool. Yeah. But I'm not personally as a player. I'm not going to go in front that hey, look at what I did at Worlds. You know. Um, but there's plenty of folks out there who will. Oh, yeah, but. for sure. <laughs> well, it, it, perhaps the more, you know, budget conscious. So, yeah, you, right. get, you got like 60 of them in there. There's all the damage tokens and status tokens and all that. But, uh, yeah, 60 all come in the pack. It's 35 bucks. You can get it at uh, uh, Curled Paws Creative, curledpawcreatives.com, or actually uh, on our website. We're putting them up for sale there as well. Yep. And for the record, we're not sponsored by either of these two groups. We just happen to be, you know. Actually, you are hands. sponsored by Power Nine Games. So well, yes, okay. <laughs> Power Nine Games dot com. Yep, thank you. For that one, by the way. But but not but not three five four studios. No, no, you're right. right. Yeah, no, 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 we no. just we both you know we got some products in from them. Figured you might people might be it. interested. Yeah, exactly. See, and I'm excited personally because tomorrow. Um, Croak Paw's great. They do a lot of great stuff. They're one of the biggest suppliers. Oh yeah, for you get, you're getting stuff. a different one. Uh, there's another company out there called Applied Perspective. Um, that that they're who I've used for all of my X-wing stuff, and their uh, their stuff from my order from them gets delivered tomorrow. Not only is it acrylic, but it's mirrored on the bottom too. Ooh. So yeah, it's super swaggy, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. you can, so you can see your facial facial reaction when you it's, get your face exactly. caved in. Exactly, <laughs> I can see what I look like when I lose every game. Oh, you know, because uh, I'll just. This, cry myself to sleep. The on my sadness pile of staring back at you. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna take I a quick. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll get back into your game news for the week. 
Tune in every Wednesday to Radio Free Tatooine, a Star Wars podcast that's better than some and worse than others. Take a trip to a water cooler far, far away as we bring some casual, fun conversation into the Star Wars podcasting community. Hosted by me, Sean, my sister Amy, and John. Radio Free Tatooine. We may not know what we're talking about, but we sure know how to record it. For more, visit RadioFreeTatooine.com, a proud member of the Radio Free Tatooine Podcast Network. You're listening to the Legion Outriders Podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network, recorded on location at Power 9 Games. Whether you're looking for the latest releases from Legion, X-Wing, 40K, Magic, or any of our other extensive inventory of board and card games, head to Power9Games.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER10 to get 10% off your order. Plus, shipping is free on orders over $100. Now, back to the Outriders. And we're back on the Legion Outrider podcast. Now, one of the big news events that came out this week was the uh, the preview, or the more extended preview, I guess, of the Snowtroopers model. And while we didn't get them this week like maybe we had hoped originally, we get to see what they do and what the cards they come with are. And uh, I think it caused a little bit of a, like a stir. Yeah, and you know, it didn't take me very long um, to to come around to them. You know, I was I was really looking forward to uh, to, to flame troopers because duh, who wouldn't? Yeah. Um, but then you know, we we figured we were going to get an ion weapon, um, and oh boy, that thing is hot trash. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to sugarcoat that, uh, especially compared. So T7 ion rifle, range one to two, mm-hmm. exhaustible. And it's like what one red, two white dice, something like that. Well, or one black, two, one black, two, two white, white dice. Yeah, so it's no even red. worse. Yeah. How many you points? Know, uh, 34, 35, something like that. Yeah, I think it it's ain't cheap. Points. Okay. But compared to what you're getting for the for the MPL for the rebels, yeah, it's not even close. Okay, so let's key in on what you said there for the rebels. Sure, they don't have any other way to get ion except through this. So well, neither neither do the neither do the Imperials. Imperials don't have any ion weapons. No, no, this is their. That's what I'm saying. Right, this right, is right, their right, ion right, right. weapon. But I mean, if you're looking at a like for like weapon, you know, uh, even comparing the Z6 to the 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 uh, DLT, you know, DLT goes out to range four, two red dice. Z6, one to three, six red dice. Okay, those weapons are ish on. Par. I feel I feel those fill very different roles. Uh, sure they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you look at you look at the. You look at the T7 ion rifle, and man, it sucks. Uh, it, it's I'm, I'm in full I, agreement with you. I, I don't I don't think it's useful at all, uh, because especially mating it to a unit that moves speed one. You know, you got a short range weapon for a unit that that goes speed one. In because it's exhaustible, I don't think it has that much utility. And I'm going to contradict myself here in a minute when we start talking about flamethrowers. <laughs> That's good. One. Okay, at least you're, you're um, cognizant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, because uh, so it's it's especially for the points for the points for what you get out of it, it ain't worth it yeah yeah I mean it, it's just not worth it um, but boy oh that flamethrower man it doesn't have the two black dice that the ATRT one does oh, and which thank understandably because yeah. it's man portable <laughs> yeah, exactly it's supposed yeah. to be in on a vehicle but man oof. That's going to be so good. Um, and a lot of this stuff was 
that you, that you see people and you see the people online talking about, they're like, well, it's it's made it to a speed one unit. You know, you got to get them up into range one. It's going to take you forever. Yada yada yada. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, yeah, it's it's going to take you a double move. You, you're going to be double moving a lot with, yeah. with with snow troopers. But here's the thing: if you are moving with stormtroopers, you are moving a speed two and then firing. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, if you're moving, there's a move and fire. Sure. Move and fire, move and fire, move and fire. Um, so a speed, a, a double move with stormtrooper, with snowtroopers, mm-hmm. is actually a speed three move. We, okay. we actually, and we'll put pictures up. We actually, meet Joe, you know, yeah, we, yeah, we played. Yeah. Joe and I sat out there um, while we were waiting for everybody to, to gather so we could record this, and, and we were playing around with it. Now, here's the thing. It's a speed three. If you're double, if you're double moving and firing, you're moving a speed three. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the big thing that, that I think a lot of people maybe aren't 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 aren't, aren't getting. Okay. Um, it's a double jointed speed three. Because you're using the speed one, and you can manu- you, you got the joint on the one, and okay. then you got your end location, and then you can move again and joint it again. Okay. So you've got a little bit of sidewinder there where you can maneuver in between stuff. Whereas with the speed two, you've got the one elbow in the in, in the template, and that's where you're going. That's fair. You've got a hundred degree arc. You got a hundred eighty degree arc in front of you, basically where you can go. I don't know how much that's going to play into effect with troopers. Yeah, though. it's it's nice. It depends but on what your terrain is, though, too. Yeah, yeah. If you know, you've got if, a bunch of tight in, quarters or if, something. Yeah, and if you're in a in a way where you want to maneuver and wind around everything, that's big. Where it's also big is if if I'm if you're on one side of a building. Yeah. You know, if you're on a 90-degree corner on a building, I'm on one side of the corner, you're on the other side of the corner. If you want to shoot me, you've got to come out behind that corner, shoot me, and you're stuck there. Okay. With snow troopers, I can pop out from behind that corner, shoot you, and then get back behind cover. That's true. That's big. Yeah. That's really big. Especially if one of your guys has a flamethrower. Right. The big thing that, that, that I like about uh, snow troopers, stormtroopers are great generalist units. Yeah, right, yeah, red dice, especially with the DLT, does a little bit of everything. Yep. you know, it's got a little bit of anti armor. It, it, it's a great general. It's Space Marines. Yeah, right. It does <laughs> everything well. Um, nothing overwhelmingly good. Very true. Snow troopers are a two things. One, they're a great close assault force. Yeah. Um, you put impact grenades on on a unit of, of snow troopers, and it's death to anything within range one. Flamethrower, you know, impact flamer. And it's death to to either a full strength unit or um, or or vehicles at range one. Here's the other thing: every unit in this game loses a bunch of combat effectiveness as you start taking guys off. Right. Yeah. If I have a DLT unit of stormtroopers, end game, and all I've got left is that DLT and that uh, and that unit leader, and the sergeant, yeah, you know. At, at, at range two, I'm throwing one white, two red. Not great, you know. At range one, I'm throwing one. I'm, I'm throwing two red, one black. If I've got a grenade, again, okay, yeah. not that great. End game, if I've got grenades on my my snow troopers, and I'm sh- and I'm going up against a full strength unit of whatever, six minis. Yeah, I'm throwing seven dice off of two dudes. Yeah, and ignoring and, cover. And ignoring cover. Yeah, I that's, think that's the really that's big phenomenal. Thing. Yeah. End game. 
you know, if I'm whittled down, you know, I could come around a corner and you've got a full strength unit sitting on an objective and now you've got nothing sitting on a, an objective if the dice go right. So yeah. the staying power, now you got to get there. you got to close, but hostile conditions just became your new best friend. You know, that gives you, <laughs> that gives you plenty of, of, of ability to, to get most of the way up the field before maybe you're, you know, you're, you're taking long-range abilities, yeah. mortar pods. Veers's or Leia's, you know, command card. Um, it, it, it gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Um, Hostile conditions for those of you guys who aren't, you know, immediately familiar with that. That's the uh, the basically the, the condition card that gives you cover everything anything beyond range two, right? Or you cannot shoot beyond range two. Correct? Round one, no. you can't shoot beyond range two. Yeah. Round three, you can't shoot. Round beyond... two, you can't shoot beyond range three. Yeah, round, round sorry. Yeah, round yeah. two you can't shoot beyond range three. After that, it's it's f- free to go. But it gives you that. That's first... not hostile conditions. Is that hostile conditions? Oh, I'm sorry. Is the one where you got to keep your unit oh, okay, target sorry. and base not, to base not with hostile one of the conditions. Yeah, uh, we do this professionally, folks. <laughs> we know this game. Trust us. It's uh, heavy cover uh, or something yeah, like it, that. Yeah. Whatever the condition card is that simulates a snowstorm or a, yeah. a storm of some kind. Yeah. Here's the other place where snowtroopers are great, and everybody's like, "Oh man, mobility! Their mobility is no good." Well, their mobility is pretty fun when I rapid reinforcements anywhere on the board and range two from you. Yeah. At the end of the, you know, if I'm if I'm up on activations, you know, if I'm taking a, a, a trooper heavy list, I'm gonna take those guys and put them aside, and then, you know, after you've already done all of your moves. Well, that's where I'm going to choose to activate my troopers, and I'll rapid reinforce them within range two of any enemy unit. And then next unit, next turn, they'll go first, and I'll do a double move and flamethrower you. Fun. Or you pop out and you ion their ATST. Yeah. Yeah, flamethrowers. So, <laughs> come on. So let me let me get get in your head here. So if you're going to run them, you're going to you run them. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you do not. I'm not running full snow troopers. Okay. You know, it's going to be. You know, if, if, if two I've and got two a list, or something, yeah, it, two and two, two max. Yeah, you know, because again, it's a specialist unit. Yeah, I'm not, ma- I'm not building my entire army out of doing, you know, an orc charge, basically. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's, 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 they're great for digging units off of objectives, ignoring cover, uh, shoot and move, that kind of stuff. It's not going to be something I'm going to make the core of my army. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll run a trooper-heavy list, five troopers, three stormtroopers, uh, two snowtroopers, something like that. Bikes, veers. Um, yeah, it's not going to be something that I'm, gonna, I'm not loading up on. You know, like I said at the beginning of the show, I had one pre-ordered. I went pre-ordered a second one. I didn't say I had one pre-ordered. I pre-ordered four more. <laughs> so right? we're looking at, like, a full unit being about 80 points with flamethrower, extra yeah, guy, and sure. no other equipment. Okay. I think, so it was, I, think, I think it was 84 without, yeah, it was 84 without the impact grenades. What we, what I... Oh, wait, I'm sorry, with the impact yeah, grenades. Yeah, with, with a grenade, it's it's 84. Okay. The thing is, is with a DLT and a, and a Stormtrooper unit and grenades, it's 84. Okay. It, it's it's one point different. It's negligible. I mean, well, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. I mean, you're, you're getting the same thing for the money. It's just you, you lose that generalist and you move into a very specific kind of thing. And we're going to see the same thing with fleet troopers because their weapons capped out all their weapons. Yeah, well, range two. Well, their 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 primary weapon is cra- capped out at range two. Yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna be the same kind of thing. They're gonna be a get up, get in your face, and throw a bunch of white dice. Yeah. I think you're so, definitely gonna want to hold these guys as late as possible for deployment too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you're gonna have a target unit in mind that yep. oh they set them up behind the co- cover around the corner from this building. Well. Yeah. 
guess what? We're going to, you know, go from porch to porch and then uh, launch around the corner at you if at all possible. Yeah, but I mean, when, when I first read the article on the first read-through, I'm like, oh, man, I'm whelmed. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's, you know, it didn't really. And then as I sat there and thought about it and uh, the arguments online started back oh, and forth. Yeah. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. What about this tactical? And what about this tactical situation? What about this? Uh, once I did a bunch of whataboutism, um, yeah. it was, yeah. <laughs> Choo-choo, all aboard the bandwagon, y'all. Right. <laughs> and I'm glad they didn't make it a clear choice. You had to think about it. You sure. know, how am I going to use these guys? Because if they were just straight up better than stormtroopers, I'd be pissed. Because sure. why would I never ever bring my stormtroopers in? I want to have reasons to bring them. They have you to know? play differently. And, yeah, it, they're side grades. They're options. To do it. So. Uh, who do you think they synergize better with? Veer or Veers or Vader? Fears. I mean, just just on pure action economy. Yeah. You know, if 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 I want to, I mean, if you want to talk about what's the maximum amount of actions, quote yeah. unquote, I can get right now. Well, I can I can I can do veers, hand an action token or hand a, an aim token to a snowtrooper unit. Snowtrooper unit first unit defend, then move and shoot. That's four actions, for one unit. Yeah. Uh, or, or that's four to- that's four things on the board, you know, two tokens, move and shoot. You could do the new ways to motivate them, I guess, if you want new to. New ways to motivate yeah. them. You can give them five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can, you can lose one of those guys because, hey, we just established you're not losing a whole lot of combat power by losing one snowtrooper yeah. if you're getting within range one. Yeah. You have new ways to motivate them, kill a guy, you know, and then move. Uh, and they move know, like they it, got it, a pod r- yeah, racer up their like butt. So, yeah. hey, I mean, if you can find a way to run a, a, a Veer's Vader list, go for it. I'm, I'm, you know? I really want to try it. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be bad. Um, you know, and, and, and the Snowtroopers go really well with, with, with uh, Veer's um, esteemed leader. Yeah. Where you get Guardian. Because I lose a Stormtrooper and I feel that. You know, because I'm losing. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I'm losing combat power with white dice or whatever. Mm-hmm. I lose a snowtrooper on my way into range one. Man, whatever. It's yeah. all good. You know, I, I lost one black. This is all a meat shield for your flamethrower. Right. <laughs> and here's and here's the fun thing. You know, we're, we're talking about late game, you whittled down units, staying power. If I get a snowtrooper unit with grenades within range one of an enemy infantry unit, that's eleven black dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. That's yeah, that, 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 that could be two, maybe three hits for me. So that, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like those numbers. Right now, I mean, you lose precise. Yeah. You know, you lose precise. It's there's give and take. Yeah. But I'm willing. Those are gives and takes that I'm willing to take. I'm yeah. willing to take one reroll off of an aim token to do a double jointed three speed and then shoot with an aim token with veers if I so choose. So let me ask you this though. Uh, are you buying like five years so you can get enough environmental gear for all your stuff? <laughs> Boy, the salt on that one. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because, and, and so, if, if for the folks that, if you're not familiar with what he's talking about, you know, uh, the one unspoiled card that we got with Veers is environmental gear. Environmental gear goes on that just general squad equipment upgrade, upgrade, equipment yeah. upgrade. Three and points. Grants, three points and grants that unit unhindered. Which for stormtroopers is great because it means I can go wherever I want and stay with it. Essentially, any any unit that moves more than range one that normally would get reduced, reduced going yeah. going through difficult terrain now is not reduced at right. all. And of course, all of the X-wing players immediately started having flashbacks to Star Vipers, uh, <laughs> which had all the auto, auto thrusters, two, two yeah. auto thrusters cards yeah. in on a completely worthless ship that you'll never ever 
competitively think about putting on the table. People spending $20 literally to go buy two, two copies of Auto Thrusters. So now <laughs> folks are like, well, do I got to buy six copies of Veers? And, well, if you want six copies of, of environmental gear, yeah, I guess so. But I, I, I kind of recalibrated my thinking on the way over here about this. Yeah. Okay. FFG's policy has been upgrade cards are really intended for the unit they come with. Mm-hmm. Environmental gear didn't come with Veers, so you could put them on your stone troopers yeah. or your stormtroopers. Environmental gear came with Veers, so he can keep up with your double-moving snowtroopers. Okay. Because remember, remember what remember what other unit they announced Veers with? Sure. Snowtroopers. Oh yeah, no, okay. there's definitely some thematic. Yes, environmental elements. gear is great on just about anything because it lets you move wherever you want. But it's intended for Veers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's intended to allow him to stay within range one of the the troops he's supporting, ostensibly. Snowtroopers, is are we going to see him on the table of stormtroopers? Of course we are, but you know he's intended to go with the units he's released with. So that's the FFG kind of strategy, and that's what they said they're going to do. Okay. They're not going to put cards that they you're not supposed to be, and you're going to. But you know that they're not card doing is like intended. an LCG thing where right. everybody you're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah, to buy yeah. each one. This, and you get a little bit for everybody. Right. So environmental gear is great on any unit, but it's intended to go with Veers so he can keep up with everybody else. So I get it. I think that's one thing that's interesting about the, this release and then some of the new releases we have coming out after this. Uh, we're seeing a lot of cards that synergize with terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with the you know ability, ability to move through difficult terrain uh, with, you know, both the, the snow troopers and the fleet troopers seeing like they, they play better at a closer range. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to start seeing a bigger push for having more terrain on a board. Yeah, especially area terrain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've played of all the games that I've played, all six now. Um, <laughs> I've only seen area terrain on the board once. Right? Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, I've, pl- I've played a couple with, with area terrain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I say I'll build a board for you if you want. <laughs> I love area I'm terrain. I'm playing in your store, man. Yeah. I well, mean. <laughs> if you guys throw down your own terrain, I'm not going to like walk over and say right. no. You're doing yeah, it wrong. Right, right. Yeah. No, I get it. Stop it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's one thing that always enhances gameplay too. Is if you, if you want to take some of the you know variables about you know whose list is better, you want to find out who's a better tactician, throw more terrain on the board. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and, and that's the other thing. You know, that's why we're not seeing you know environmental gear spam in the Veers list. Yeah, because if I could just for three points negate area terrain, oh, of course it's an auto include. Yeah, you know, especially over grappling hooks. Eh. I don't find myself climbing a whole lot. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I haven't seen... When we finish our Ewok, Ewok Village map, then... Yeah, sure. right. <laughs> um, you know, but if I could spam environmental gear, that takes that takes area terrain out of it completely. Well, I mean, you're paying the points for it, so points. you should... It's, I mean, it's the cheapest upgrade Well, times, game. you know, six units, seven units, 21 points. That's half a squad of guys, so... Yeah. You're paying your points, whatever. Well, you get the but I mean, it's not and it may not be beneficial on every piece of that's true, uh, and yeah. every board you play on. So, but I mean, unless you're you, like, hmm, there's a lot of trees here, I better pay my points. How now. much does it cost to put targeting scopes on every unit? It's more than 21 points. Yeah. I mean, how often do you ever put targeting scopes? I on never use targeting exactly. scopes. Yeah. yeah, I know guys that do, and they love it. So. I'm wasting points on grappling hooks on all guys, and I've never climbed anything. So. I'll tell you what, I would rather spend 15 points to put that on five units oh, sure. then spend 34 points on that new ion 
<laughs> oh, but uh, let us not forget, as people get out there to experiment with the good general, that uh, whatever crazy shenanigans they get up to, if they're trying something risky, uh, as requested, you have to say, here, hold my veers, and then execute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Was that Daniel? That oh, wanted? that was Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that yeah. was Daniel. That needs to be the episode, the title of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my fears. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so um, next week we've got the big event going on in Minneapolis. Uh, hyperspace report. Hyperspace yeah. report. Yeah. So of course, Worlds is going to be held there, but some other things going on yeah, for yeah, other Star yeah, Wars some, stuff. Whatever. Nothing Legion oriented though. So F- yeah. So for us, the most important thing is going to be the, the hyperspace right. report. Uh, what are we expecting from the hyperspace report? I have no idea. Well, I mean, like, I, I literally have. Like, well, so like, they're supposed to be covering a lot of, and I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, uh, the up and coming, what's hot and fresh coming in the Star Wars universe for Fantasy Flight, which is quite a bit at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there. They just did a big reveal for um, for Imperial Assault with all of the Rebels oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, brand new expansion for that. Uh, wave 14, 14, 14 is on the way for X-Wing, okay. which is the Saw's Rebels, what they just previewed again this week, um, and then the TIE Reaper. No other announcements, so a lot of people are expecting that's where we're going to see the solo content okay. for uh, X-Wing yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, announced. But, I mean, it, it, it looks like now with the release schedules of one a month that, um, you know, maybe we thought that, hey, we're going to get Veers and Snowtroopers one month and Leia and... Fleet Troopers in one month, and then the Barricades and uh, yeah. Objective Pack in one month. Oh, speaking of, yeah, Snow Troopers we now know confirmed May 10th. May 10th. So, yeah. 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 What it looks like now is a, a, a release a month is Veers one month, Snow Troopers one month, Moisture Evaporators the next month, Barricades the next month, oh, no. Han the next month. That's, I don't, I don't well, even know that's if we can it, predict It's like that every two, like, two weeks for, uh, from when Veers and Snow Troopers came out. Well, yeah. But it's I mean, 26th that's, of the 10th. Well, that's, that's once. Uh, that, that's... Two releases in two months. So if they do, I don't know. We'll <laughs> but, see. but I Every remember two weeks them, or something. right? But yeah. but did, they did say that both Leia and the Fleet Troopers would be quarter two, which would well, mean, quarter uh, is three months spam. Yeah. So, uh, so, so span. Yeah. So so we'll see. Um, so as far as Legion goes, uh, the only logical thing that is yet to be released is the the counterpart to Han and Special Forces Troopers. Death yeah. Trooper so, Krennic, right? Death Troopers Krennic, probably, yeah. <laughs> or Scout, or or what I'm hoping. The Scout Troopers Callus. Uh, oh, that'd be sweet. Oh, dude, I want a Callus so bad in this game. Too bad. Uh, it's going to be Thrawn if it's anything like that. But. <laughs> Which, you know, he, he, he stood around and looked. You know, why take the guy that has a, a proven history through five seasons of a show in leading ground operations in Age of Callus? Yeah, we're going to take Thrawn, who just stood around with his hands behind his back and looked all <laughs> smug for like a season and a half. Well, actually. <sighs> <laughs> Callus, you know. Well, I don't yeah, want to get into yeah, spoilers, yeah, 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 yeah. but it was so you know it was what only four. Okay, yeah, you know right. what I'm getting yeah. at. <laughs> Anyways, so I have no idea. Um, Bring on mutton chops. But either way, we will uh, we will feature that in our next episode. We're gonna take a you know, strong look at that and yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be means. there for it. Now, important time change for folks. That oh yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Don't forget. Maybe this. it's important. To, you know, it's important to, to get this out there. Um, FFG released their stream schedule for the entire world today. So X-Wing, Imperial Assault, Armada, Destiny, all that stuff. Important programming note, the hyperspace report that they had scheduled for 1 o'clock Central Time is now 7 p.m. Central Time. 
So <laughs> adjust your schedules accordingly. Yeah, um, and it's scheduled, and it's also scheduled for a two-hour block. So they've yeah. obviously got a lot of stuff they want to talk about. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, go ahead and search up the FFG, I think it's FFG Live or something on Twitch, but yeah. uh, you you can, you know, subscribe to it or, or uh, favorite it, and it'll send you a notification when they get the stream up and running, but, or don't, and just wait for us to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, just wait, or, or you <laughs> know, or, wait for your favorite Star Wars Legion podcast Facebook page to put a link to the Twitch channel. I'm sure we'll, yeah, send out yeah, we'll do that too. You can yeah. do that too, just, or you know. Or, or... I don't have anything yeah, else. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's okay, then. It's okay. Um, so one of the other things that uh, that we're kind of been looking at as far as studying the game um, was Tabletop Simulator. Yeah. And I, uh, I know that's been that's Yeah, been Josh, you've got some interesting facts here on that. Yes. So uh, Tabletop Simulator, we talked about it a couple of, go- a couple of times. Um, on the Legion Discord channel... Um, that, that's kind of become the social hub for, you know, matching up and getting tabletop simulator games. Raging going. about snowtroopers. Uh, right, yes. Okay. Um, so they have a, a league running there. Um, if, if you played X-Wing and you're familiar with, like, the Vassal League, same kind of thing. They call it Invader League. Um, and really this has been it, – it, it's really important for people that are, like – looking to see the shape of the meta and things like that because there haven't been any major events. There hasn't been like a critical mass of events that have happened where you can you yeah. can aggregate data. We, yeah, we've got say, data points for the first time. Right, yeah, we yeah. actually have some data points. Um, so through about, f- about 45 games um, in Invader League, we've got some, some interesting data that I wanted to share, um, primarily about uh, all that turn zero stuff. All the condition cards, victory conditions, all of that stuff. Just to be clear, so John isn't lost, they didn't paint their models. What? Yeah. They come pre-painted. What? Yeah, they're well, on, on the computer screen. It's they, on a computer they, screen. They, they, yeah. You can't even just like bust out Microsoft Paint. And <laughs> that. I mean, you could yeah, if you yeah, wanted yeah. to, I guess. Yeah, but, not Photoshop. Um, Microsoft Paint. Yes. <laughs> Here's the other thing, and this is going to be my my kind of my big shill for uh, Tabletop Simulator. What's cool about Tabletop Simulator is as soon as something gets spoiled in an FFG article, it goes into the game. Oh, so nice. they've been playing with Veers and Leia for like months, or well, not months, but they've been playing with Veers and Leia no, for, months, for a yeah, while, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and you're going to see some of that in in the data here because for objective cards and condition cards and victory conditions, um, some of that is being pulled from the preview article for the objectives pack. Okay. So, so um, there's actually five data points per category instead of just four that come in the core box. So, gotcha. um, so broken down into you know what was your objective? Um, really surprising here. Forty-one percent of folks out of those forty-five games or so, forty-one percent played intercept the transmissions. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, right. Hmm. Huh. Right. You would think it would be something something else. Um, and that, that's the, a lot. Of the yeah, yeah. that is a lot. Yeah. Uh, of the remaining forty or fifty nine percent, it's divided up pretty much equally. Sixteen um, percent uh, played key positions. Twelve percent, twelve percent played recover the supplies. Uh, Nineteen per so almost twenty percent played breakthrough, um, and then uh, the smallest portion, nine point seven percent played sabotage the moisture evaporators, which is the con- the victory condition, oh, sure. is the spoiled one from yeah. from that. Um, Here's one that's pretty much even right across the board. What were the battlefield conditions? Um, limited visibility. There we go. There we that's go. the one. Yes. Uh, limited we know visibility things. was uh, 19.4%. <laughs> hostile environment was the biggest one. 
which our wow. second biggest one actually at uh, 25.8 percent. Clear conditions at 29 percent. I have never played that one. Right that condition. I always flip. Oh, you were that one too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rapid reinforcements at 16%. And then again, the spoiled one from the objective pack, Minefield, which I have no idea how that plays. Um, oh, you put some tokens Yeah, you put out. some tokens yeah, yeah, down, yeah. yeah. So, so Minefield is 19.7%, uh, or 9.7%, sorry. Okay. Um, and then uh, what, what deployment was used? Um, major offensive for 45% of the deployments. Really? Wow. So the big L-shaped corner deployment... Yeah is uh, hmm. almost half wow. of everything. Interesting. Yeah. Um, 26 point, 20, the, the second biggest one, 22%, is advanced positions, which is unspo- which is spoiled out of the object- objective pack. Okay. Um, and then uh, pretty evenly for uh, battle lines and um, disarray, uh, 12.9 yep. for battle, battle lines and 16% for disarray. Wow. And then... There's so so few people have done it. There's not even a number associated with it, and the slice of the pie chart looks practically non-existent. Your friend and mine, Long March. Really? Um, That's actually really I mean, surprising. I don't even know. It's that little. I, I'm, I'm showing them yeah. the, the yeah. graph. Um, on my phone, but it's that little teeny tiny sliver with, without a number. But that's Long March. So nearly um, half of the games played on on that have been using. The major offensive, major offensive, yeah. and using the uh, what do you call it? The intercept the transmissions. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. So yeah, okay. that's that's huh. pretty much. If there's a meta shaping up, that's it. You know. Hmm. Um, I wonder if there's maybe some software issues. I, I don't use Tabletop Simulator. Just I'm wondering if that's maybe a condition they can set up really easily or something. It, if it that, might, that be. might be. I don't shaping know, it, but, but I mean, it's, it's it's interesting at least. I, I, I can't believe the long march is so. Uh, so small in there. Yeah, well... Uh, if that was a piece of my pie, I'd be pissed. I'd sure. be like, give me more pie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the, the thing with, with that, I mean, uh, Major Offensive is one of the more more fiddly ones to set up. Hmm. No, I agree because with you, you're yeah. sitting there, range rulers in an L yeah, shape, fair. and hmm. carry the two, and... Well, maybe, yeah, if y. anybody's got experience playing on the tabletop, they want to offer some comments up, I'd, I'd be keen to hear what their yeah. and, and all that, is. And all that data comes to us from uh, LJ on the uh, on the Discord server. It goes by Talk Polite if you see him on there. So, uh, thanks, Betty. Sam Hodge. Yeah, see him say hi. Uh, he runs Invader League, basically. Oh, nice. Um, and, and he's also doing that. He is a member of the Armed Forces, so thanks for your service, dude. And right he is running all of this from a, uh, a deployed location. And that's oh, all wow. I'm going to say. So, nice. He must uh, be Air Force. Yeah. No, actually. <laughs> oh, not. wow. Okay. Um, Usually it's only our guys that right, have that right, kind right, of time. Yeah. And we say that as three Air Force guys here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three Air Force vets. But, um, yeah, so thanks for your service in, in multiple ways. Not yeah. only, uh, not only uh, being there uh, and but being the there and being there <laughs> for both uh, the, for the Legion community, too. So thanks. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. That's that's pretty awesome. And, you know, having things like that, I'm sure, are a huge boost when you're, you know, geographically separated from your actual minis and from people who you can play <laughs> right, with. Right, yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean, he's he's playing everything on Tabletop Simulator from, you know, from wherever. Yeah. Technology's so. such a magical Isn't thing. Isn't it, though? Yeah, it's beautiful. Technology's great. <laughs> Screw you, Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, well, that's about all I have to get into today. You guys have anything you want to talk about? Yeah, dude, I got one thing I want to say just just real quick. Just one uh, more thing? Just one more thing. Yeah, I know. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> Would you guys like to be on this podcast, too? No, that's all right. You got <laughs> it. Back, go ahead, We're good. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, as, as we've been kind of reaching out to other podcasters uh, throughout uh, oh, FFG yeah, yeah, games yeah. and stuff like that, um, 
you know, we're kind of new to this podcasting thing. So, you know, we've been reaching out to a lot of folks, getting getting some ideas. Um, you know, definitely want to shout out to the Race Squadron guys. Uh, yeah. Talking, talking to a couple of them online. Um, but then uh, Ryan Farmer from uh, the, the Minoc Squadron podcast. The Minoc. The Minoc Squadron podcast. Um, you know, they're, they're one of the biggest podcasts in the FFG-verse out there. Um, so I've been kind of been in his ear the last couple of days asking for advice how we do some of the other administrivia that goes along with running a, a podcast and a podcast community and, and all of the other extras that, that we hope to bring eventually. So he's been real, really, you know, really great uh, talking to us. So I just want to give him a shout out by name. Yeah, definitely. Thanks a ton, dude, because I know I've eaten up probably about two hours of your time over the, uh, this week talking about just inane podcast crap. But so, if, you, if, you. if you're involved in X-Wing and not listening to them already, you should definitely check them out. No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean they're they're good. They're, they've been doing this about Aww. two years. They're, Josh is having a fanboy moment. I am. I am. I'm like, Aww, yay! Why not? Especially. You guys, you who I talked to this week? Yeah, I know. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. Yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I basically just made this moment like that creepy guy from Happy Gilmore. Like, hey, shooter, want to go to the Sizzler? Yeah, yeah that's, that's us. So it's yeah, the Red thanks. Lobster, but, but yeah. But oh, uh, is uh, speaking of uh, shoutouts, uh, all the guys over at uh, Black Sun Heroes, my little Galaxy of Heroes, and the Radio Free Tatooine guys that do the Galactic War Report, they got featured in uh, uh, one of the developer talks for Galaxy of Heroes. That's a, kind of a big deal. So uh, if you see their feed up on there, definitely check them out. All right, folks, that's our show for this week. Just want to remind you that the Legion Outrider podcast is brought to you by the Radio Free Tatooine Network, a podcast network that's better than some and worse than others. To see the full lineup of shows, head to RadioFreeTatooine.com. See you next week, Outriders. You've been listening to the Legion Outriders podcast, a member of the Radio Free Tatooine Network. And now, at the end, do you understand? For more from the Outriders, make sure you like us on Twitter at Legion Outriders, subscribe to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Legion Outriders, and make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for listening. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home.